Hi, Hannah, and welcome to Menswear by a Woman. Um, thank you very much for accepting and showing an interest in this. Um, it's been no absolutely problem. amazing. Um, I'm going no to get you to introduce yourself. My name, so my name's Hannah Wiles. Um, I'm a menswear street style and content photographer, um, currently based in London. So that pretty much sums me up in a little package. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Hannah's photography is absolutely amazing. And um, after seeing yeah. Hannah's um, images, I, I started to design. So I don't know if any other designers or anyone out there, oh. you have to use Hannah because oh, her, eye, her eye for photography in men's Thank content. you. That means so much because like when, you're, when I'm taking photos myself, it is just like a natural eye that I guess that I seem to have. Um, you do. So I never really know <laughs> if it's just me that likes it or if other people like no, it. No, no, no. After seeing your images, I was like, right, I've got to sit down and start designing. And I had the music on and I was designing and I was getting all my books out and I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? If When I come up with a collection or anything, I'm going to use her. I've got to oh, get a hold 100%. of Hannah. You have to now. I have to Just now because back. I've got to do it now, you know. <laughs> if but, I inspire you, you someone else. <laughs> you know, I would love to know how you got into menswear, though. I would love to know that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of just, um, I, I fell into it really. It wasn't really ever an active choice. I'm not sure whether it was the same for yourself, but I um, I studied uh, textile design when wow. I was at university. So I've always been in like the fashion uh, field. I've always been interested in it. Um, and when I graduated from university in 2012, um, I got scouted by an American employer and mm-hmm. I was flown to New York to start my textile career in New York. So it was a bit of a whirlwind experience, but like the best experience I could have ever asked for. Um, and when I was over there, I was doing textile design um, for a, a big supplier company um, and they had a very small photography team very very small like one person one photographer <laughs> and I kind of found it interesting like what they were doing I'd never I'd never been offered a photography course at my university or at my school or anything I know you can study it now but that I never yeah. studied it it was just never there through the path that I took um, and so when I, I kind of became interested when I was um, study, uh, when I was working in New York and I managed to worm my way onto the photography team. And so I'd go and like assist the guy, the lead photographer on his photo shoots, which were like, like very basic, very minimal, like studio sometimes, few locations. But it was it was yeah, it was quite small team um, and I really enjoyed it. So like when I got my I think it was my first bonus when I was out there I went and bought myself a DSLR camera and just started taking photos I had absolutely no idea what I was doing um (laughs) and just learned on the job which is what I kind of still do today is just learn on the job um but I think it's the best way to learn you know absolutely um and when so when I'd finally uh, figured out how to use my camera I had started to make friends with like fashion bloggers because back in, so this must have been 2013 now, that was okay. when like the fashion blogging was just like booming yeah. and people were starting blogs all over the place. Yeah. Um, and it was quite early on in that world. Um, and I met a guy who had his, his own fashion blog, which was a bit different because obviously it was booming in the women's wear. Yeah. Um, but you never really hear or heard so much about men's wear no. back then. 
And so I, we became best friends and that was basically the reason why I got into menswear. Um, So I would, I would meet up with him on weekends and we would take photos for his blog. And that's what we would do every single weekend when I was out there. So because I loved it, he loved it. And it was like a a hobby, a passion, everything all in one, like mates hanging out, exploring New York, like going to different locations. And so when I, so when I was doing that, that's how, that's what led my portfolio, I guess, into the menswear world. Wow. Um, and so obviously what sh- when you get back what you put out. And so Absolutely. I was putting out these images on Instagram um, of like hipster men in Brooklyn, in New York, you know, and it got a bit of traction. Um, and so I ended up getting people contact me and I used to shoot with them. And then it slowly, slowly led on to more commissioned work. And then that's basically how it started so it wasn't really like a decision that I made I guess you could say I started in women's because I was textile designing for predominantly women's yeah um but yeah I just the photography side of my life started just like diverted towards men's and I've just stuck that way ever since and I really like it great Um, I mean I think you've got the eye for it and I really think you've Pardon? got this, I think you've got an eye for it and you've got the, you know, oh, when, you. when we do, like when we're designing and everything and um, we we hand it over to the photographers and yeah. and the photographer actually comes up with a story, you know, every image has a story behind it. Yeah. And when you guys create that story, you actually make the clothes come alive Um and you actually create a content and you create the whole atmosphere around it. And that's what I think that, you know, with photographers, you yeah. guys are so clever in how you do that. Because when we design, we're like Thank creating you. the story on page and the theme that we actually yeah. coming up with. But you guys, you know, go overboard and create our vision for it. Just what I mean. It well, didn't... I mean, I could say the same for you. <laughs> I could say the same for you. I think if I sat down with a pencil and a piece of paper and tried to create a story in a garment, I don't yeah. know where I'd where I'd go. <laughs> so we're we're like um, helping each other so, at the same time, kind of thing. How do you feel like yeah. women being involved? Um, because I, I think you're probably the third woman in photographer that I've come in come in contact with as a menswear from the menswear industry mm. but I don't see that many mm. women in menswear industry who are photographers no no neither neither do I actually great um, <laughs> I'm not the so only I one so I do feel like no you're not the only one no, no I've been obviously scouring the industry for a while I mean there obviously is some but yeah. there's it's, it's much fewer than there are men which may be obvious because it's menswear and maybe men would divert into menswear and that's just how it should be. Yeah. But I don't, I don't agree that that's how it should be. I, Same here. I don't know whether I would choose to be a minority in, in an industry because it is quite difficult. And like you do have to work super, super hard to prove yourself. But I, but I do also think that especially, especially recently times are now changing. And yeah. I think, Brands, companies, businesses are welcoming in a way more women into male-dominated roles. So yeah. potentially now you could see it as an opportunity being a minority in the industry. But yeah, it's it's not like as simple as you're as you're equal to men. No, like yeah. still, yeah. which is a shame. But I do think it's getting there, and I don't. I'm not bitter about it in any in no, any way I, at all. I don't think I just see it as you're as right a, because as a challenge. A creep, 
challenge, you know? Yeah, I, I think you're right, because I don't think um, when I came into menswear industry, I don't think I've seen a lot of thing that was going on. And, you know, I, I, I didn't become bitter at all. I just fell in love with menswear and I feel very passionate about it. Yeah. And I can see how you do the same as well, because your work shows it. What was it, um, you know, with um, when you come over to the, when you do the photography side of it? How do you go about it? How do you go about creating what you create? You know, like, for, for example, when I'm actually doing design, I'm actually researching and everything. How do you do it? Mm. Well, I think a lot of my inspiration comes from just like what I see online and what I see in prints, in print, in magazines, etc. Um, I think a lot of my inspiration is actually subconscious. Right. I think I'm just I'm such a visual person I'm feeding off of everything that is visual in my life like constantly yeah. whether that be going on a morning walk and seeing a new location or going to a friend's house and seeing a print on their wall or something like I'm literally looking at everything and I think like so I, was, I obviously have a style which is a natural style and yeah. I think it's so, like subconsciously my brain just works out what I see and how to like put it in that style kind of thing mm -hmm. I'm always looking for locations I'm always looking for faces that I find interesting or people's stories that I find interesting or people's fashion that I find interesting and I'm always reaching out to people to shoot to collaborate etc etc um but how I create the image I do it well I do a lot of location-based photography as you can see yeah. from my portfolio um and I like that because I this might stem back to why I enjoy being a girl in the menswear world, actually. But I like working within restrictions. Right, I think okay. I'm more creative when I have something restrictive. Right. If I was given like, a, I always say if I was given a blank studio, a photography studio, yeah. I had all the lights at my disposal that I wanted. I had all the props at my disposal that I wanted. I'd find it really hard because I wouldn't know where to begin. Okay. But if I'm on location and I'm shooting in between a tree or I'm shooting in front of a building or I have to make sure that I don't get swept away by the tide, you know, yeah. like yeah, yeah, it's, sure. it's all these obstacles yep. that you have to like creatively overcome, which I really enjoy because I think my brain is quite practical. So I guess I'm, I, I work things out practically and then that's what I, that's how I enjoy creating my imagery. Does that make any sense? Yeah, of course it does. It makes total sense because um, it's like when, um, you know, if I was to go into women's wear, right, if I was to start designing for women's wear, yeah. right, and you know how you say the restriction, right? Yeah. And with women's wear, you can do anything, right? With men's wear, you can't yeah. do everything. Um, yeah. In women's wear, I mean, if I was to design women's wear, it'd be very masculine looking probably because I can't think that way kind of thing sure you know because yeah. I'm just yeah. I'm so um involved in menswear so much so if I, I've I've had women asking me you know if you did do this kind of design for men can you not do it for women and suddenly mm. it froze you a bit it's like um mm. and I'm sure you could you like, could I'm definitely sure because sure. you know like, women well, can wear tailored exactly. garments and tailored men's jackets of course they can right but it just throws you a little bit because it makes you feel like, you know, okay, I, I can do that as well. And I understand yeah, when you say yeah. the practicality because when I was at um, university and I remember I did a very, very loud color yellow suit. 
<laughs> for a man, right? And nice. And it was all based on jazz, right? So I did a yellow suit and um, I did a purple shirt. And I oh. remember one of the main, main um, lead um, lecturer at the university turned around and said, um, that's too bright. It can't work for a man. And it's oh, like, right. and it's like, why not? And she said, it's yellow. Men don't wear yellow. And you're just thinking, well, that's silly because men do wear any color that's they right. want to, you know. But yes. her restriction was like, no, you can't have that suit because men don't wear it. And thank God I had a very good other lecturer. He said, no, men can. oh good good (laughs) but I understand where you're coming from what was the best work that you feel that you you know kind of what's the best kind of image that you've done so far that you're so proud oh difficult question um well I don't want to offend any brands you know so you don't have to you don't have to mention them if you don't (laughs) want to don't worry (laughs) but um genuinely I think the my favorite work is what I do um self-initiated so what I call um test shoots okay so these could be with um well influencers models friends whatever it doesn't really matter um but it's basically self-initiated no one's getting paid for it we're coming up with the creative ourselves we're going to a location we've chosen and like genuinely they're the images that I feel are the best and as a photographer as a designer etc you should never lose you in doing um work for businesses and brands because it's so easy to let commissioned work navigate where your um style goes yeah but if you it's just so important and I found it over the years because I've lost it over the years and then I've got it back and then I've lost it and I've got it back and I just every single time I do a self-initiated test shoot I just see so much value and value sure doesn't come from money and bank balance and stuff but the value comes from so many other places absolutely being able to show what you can do and what you like to do and then as I said earlier what you give out comes back and so if you're giving out what you ideally want to achieve, like you're going to get the people that start coming to you for exactly your style and then look where you are. You're doing exactly what you want to do for the people that want it exactly how you do it. And then you're winning. So I, yeah, like genuinely the test shoots that I do, I still like, they still are the most emotive shoots and stuff for me. And I look at them and I think, yeah, that's good. (laughs) Great. Because um, what you said about, you know, doing things on the spurs of doing them because you're not thinking about your bank balance yeah, and you're not thinking about this. And sometimes I think we lose ourselves um, because um, I know for a fact that a lot of us like, oh God, you know, got to pay the bills and all that stuff. And sometimes, you know, you just want to be creative, you know? Yeah. And you, and of course the bills and it it takes some guts to yeah. do something for free when you know that you've got a bill to pay but yeah you just have to have the site and you have to have the the end goal that what you are doing now is only like building foundations for what you're going to do in the future exactly. so don't be like say no because sure you have to pay for your heating yeah of course but, <laughs> yeah but but you but make making the time to do the self-initiated stuff is so important I think it's more um, important now I think um during the pandemic yeah. right and I yeah. know um, you know there's like so much going on with mental health and all yeah, of that right definitely. and and, and uh, purpose, yeah. yeah and I feel like you know um 
it's so important that you know you start doing something that you really really are passionate about at the moment because to keep and I think a lot of people in the pandemic have probably opened their eyes to what they do actually want to do and I know that a lot of people will have changed their lives this past year and they will be going in completely different directions and I really hope it means that a lot of people are starting their own businesses and doing their own thing yeah I hope so too um, because they've had that time to sit down and think about it but I mean in the old like how the world was you just never really got that time to sit down and think about what you wanted to do so it's I mean, like with this podcast, you know, Hannah. It's yeah, like exactly, exactly. <laughs> with this you podcast, said, yeah. you know, um, I've exactly. been thinking about it for so long, and you know, it's just like February when I've just well, right, let's press this button and let's do Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and, and now just look quickly. You, where you are, what you're doing. <laughs> I know. And it's it, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very cool. Thank you, um, thank you so much. <laughs> What's the? Do you do you sometimes have self doubt as well? Because yeah, I do. I think, I mean, <laughs> I think we all do. Does. Yeah. I think comparison's really hard. I think especially with the social media and Instagram yeah. specifically. Instagram's where I spend most of my time like looking for images and stuff. Yeah. Um it's really really difficult to not compare yourself to other people. Yeah. Um I obviously feel a bit different when I look at men in the menswear industry. Yeah. Um I I don't actually compare myself too closely because I do see the difference of me being a female and them being a male. And I don't know why my brain does that. And I'm like, oh, well, it's because they're a man. <laughs> but I shouldn't really think about that. Um, I shouldn't think like that. Um, but I do. And so I don't really compare myself to them, but I compare myself to other women in the industry 100%. And it's really difficult to like not do that and yeah. not feel down when you're not shooting and not feel like oh I should be doing this I should be doing that they've got this many followers I've only got this many followers that is one it's- thing that I have to say um coming on board and I'm looking for women women in menswear industry I have not been looking at anyone's Instagram in how many mm. followers they have so I've been looking well, yeah. at their work and nice. it's been that's what's drawn me into getting hold of you know, getting in touch with them and saying, you know, could you, yeah, would you be, well, you're welcome to come onto this podcast. And I, I don't think I have actually, I mean, I've, I've gone and um, introduced myself and this podcast to women in the industry from menswear and saying, yeah. I'm not looking at your Instagram at all. Uh, not with, I'm looking at your Instagram, sorry, but I'm not looking at your Instagram followers because I think, you know, it's so overwhelming that, you know, you've got, 12.5k followers so mm-hmm. you know do you know what I mean it, it's not inter- it's not interesting anymore it's what the content of the Instagram work that you're doing is so interesting like your yeah, images absolutely. on Instagram is so interesting and that's when I Thank said you. I've got to get in touch with Hannah um, <laughs> see if Thank she's interested you. That, it honestly means a lot I do put a lot of like thought process behind what I put out online so I yeah. do put a lot of thought into my like how to my Instagram looks visually when you land on the page as well as each individual post yeah so it's nice to hear that when you landed you saw yeah like, that's what I first saw and I remember yeah. saying I've got to speak to her and you know what I was so overwhelmed when you got into and you said hi Samila you know and I was like Oh my God. You know, I always get shot. I get really overwhelmed when people send me emails back and saying, yeah, of course I want to do this um, podcast, you know, because you don't know how they are at the moment with the pandemic going on. But that's that's such an important point though, because when you see these people 
when you're comparing your work to like you don't know what's going on behind closed doors like they could be putting out this big old show that they're posting all these old images and you think oh wow they're doing so much cool new work but actually they're really struggling and they're just posting up like you know you don't know what's going on behind which is where social media is quite a dangerous world but we all know that and we've all been with it for a while now so hopefully we're getting a grip on how to manage it but it's still it's still difficult not to compare yourself to yeah to people i think i think um it's it's i think you know people always say you know self-doubt and struggles and all that stuff um Mm. you know Mm. and i think that you know you i think we're only human you know we're gonna doubt ourselves (laughs) we have to that's the way we're probably absolutely that's the way we um that's the way we've been figured out i think like oh yeah we have to absolutely and well the thing is with being um freelancer is that you have to take the highs with the lows so you're going to have some really strong good months but they also come hand in hand with the not so good months so you obviously need to um be confident in the fact that you've chosen this career and you know that you can make it work and what's going to happen is it's all going to level out when you do your tax bill at the end of the year but you need to get over the self-doubt and believe in yourself that absolutely, it's yeah. going to happen it's absolutely going to happen that's so. that's the takes a, lot of, takes a lot of will and strength to do that though sometimes <laughs> yeah it does actually but you know you have to remain to a point where you say I can do this I can do this um because the moment you feel like giving up um you can give it up but I I always think that will you be happy though exactly and also what you have to realize is a lot of different things come come hand in hand with starting and running your business and just because I'm not out on a photo shoot every single day of the week doesn't mean that I'm not working and I think that's what a few people forget is that working as a photographer it's about maybe about 50 50 percent so you go 50 percent on photo shoot it's 50 percent sat by your computer either editing researching mood boarding uh, reaching out to new clients um like you know getting together your social media there's so much more that happens behind the scenes than people maybe realize um so the days that i'm not on set and the days i'm not on location um taking actual photos it doesn't mean that i'm not working um so you can still work the normal hours of the nine till six like every single day like you can do that if you choose if you want to do that but also the beauty of freelancing is that you can choose not to do that and your own boss yeah see your your own boss boss is you want it to be yeah yeah, and being your own boss is the best thing sometimes you know it is it's it's it comes it with a lot of things it yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's a lot of things exactly. it's a lot of things too, that it comes yeah. with you know and exactly. the negative with the positive uh the exactly. positive with the negative and it's like okay you know yeah. what's you know within menswear right what kind of looks do you like in menswear um my style well my visuals is kind of changed over the years like I think a lot of people look at my work and they think oh edgy um a bit gritty but then I do also enjoy taking photos of the more tailored so like Savile Row style right okay and so I've got kind of two pools of clients which I kind of navigate through and one of them is the kind of um council block-esque location um kind of yeah like the the gritty kind of style which I really enjoy shooting Mm -hmm. um and then I do have the the other clients, which are um, more high end, I guess, um, yeah. more more 
structured, tailored, that kind of imagery. And so I think I have, I don't think I have like a very one direct, yeah, I like that. I like a lot of things. I like the variation and the variation actually keeps me interested, I think, because if I was to do the same kind of photography every day in, day out, I, I've got quite a short attention span, so I think I'd get a bit <laughs> bored. Um, so it's good to have like the, the two different sides to, to level it all out. So... It sounds um, very interesting, and I'm, I've got to tell you, everyone, um, do have a look at Hannah's Instagram because then you can understand where her vision is actually coming from, and what she's saying at the moment is it's it just shows quite well, very well on her images. What what do you do on your basis where you're not doing photography or menswear? Do, is there any other interest that you actually? Oh, yeah. I Well, I enjoy as much as anyone seeing my friends and family and stuff like that. I, what other interests? I, I'm quite sporty, so I guess you could say that I'm, I, I do running and stuff like that. But photography feeds into, like, the whole of my life when I think about it. <laughs> if I'm not, like, taking photos for jobs, I'm, like, probably taking photos of my friends and my family. Oh, um, nice. I'm posting them on my, like, I have two different Instagrams. So one's my more personal account where I do my, like, personal life and then obviously my menswear and stuff. Um, yeah. I, I, to be, do you know what? I think no. I've probably lost what I actually am interested in because of lockdown. <laughs> I think we all And so that. now all we do, we just, yeah, it's we <laughs> work and we focus on work and then we sleep and then we get up and then we go for a walk. <laughs> I, think, I think the whole of, whole of England's been walking for so long, I think. I've done so many steps. I feel like I should have entered a step. No, you know, on my Fitbit said I've walked the length of Africa. <laughs> thinking, oh my God, no, it didn't. It did. It was so funny. And I just actually sent it to all my friends and I said, look That's what I've cool. achieved during lockdown. I've walked well, the length of exactly. Africa. It's an achievement. Well done. But I'm, I'm very much looking forward to get back to normal life and going away and going traveling. That's what I love doing. Going traveling, going abroad. Yeah. All of those kind of things. But it all ties, it all ties into photography because I love to go traveling because I want to take some photos where I go, you know. Have you seen the latest shows of menswear? Um, I haven't, you know. I didn't. I right. didn't actually watch any of the London Fashion Week stuff. I was, yeah. I've watched a um, few of the fashion shows of men's. Um, it's been absolutely. How were they? Oh my god, it's it's been so beautifully done. Um, so oh, you don't gosh. have anyone in. Obviously, you don't have anyone in the um, shows, um, but the way the photography and the way the camera is following all the models, it's just oh, superbly wow. done. It's. It's, I, I think it's one of the best shows I've seen so far. Um, if you see Louis Vuitton's show for menswear. Oh, I'll have to look that up. Um, even Burberry uh, menswear. And it's just basically, it's just the camera following the models yeah. around. And yeah. it's just, it's done so clever. It's like, you know how you guys have the eye with the camera. When you go behind the camera, you have sure. this um, different eye for yeah. the images you take that's what they were actually portraying i think um Ooh. and every time you see the model walks by you just see this camera just following the clothes and the model and it's so focused because when you're um when you see the shows before how they were used to be done like everybody sitting at the front you know and all that stuff i think that's gone kind of thing because what they've just created now is like more creative um, sorry it's more creative now and mm. it's more passionate about the so actual you don't look. Think people will go back no. to doing them in person. I don't. I, I I would prefer to do it the way they've done it now, mm, interesting. because it's very interesting. It's the look, the style, 
all of that comes together and it's so you have to have a look at it. I mean, I, I would advise everyone who's in mental health. I will, to have, a look I will have a look. Because I will. it's so I feel bad not having a look. But I think the reason why that I haven't is because I when I'm when the, the shows are normally on, so like yeah. on Fashion Week, yeah. um, I normally am on the streets doing street style photography. Yeah. So I don't ever actually go in and watch the shows. And then by the time I'm home and i I'm downloading my images and stuff, I never actually catch up on the shows. So I think I'm just I used to, but I think I'm just out of habit of watching them. But that's Yeah, I, I, I mean I don't blame you because I feel, I find, um, you know, when you go into shows, right, the backstage is so much fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the backstage, the, exactly. the hassle, the madness yeah. is so much yeah. like, oh, wow, you know, and, you know, having a nervous breakdown trying to do things, yeah. you know, <laughs> at the same time. But um, the fun is on the backstage um, because preparing, you know, seeing all the, everyone coming together kind of thing. Um and, and I don't blame you because the street, you know, the street photography, you know, street fashion is so interesting. It, to me, it's yeah. like majority of us, I think, um, from our creative side, we look into that more. Um, I know yeah. I do. Um, well, I think so. I think I think that you're right there. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's kind of where the trend starts. And then it kind of gets. Yeah navigate towards the, the catwalk but I find it's I love street style photography I do quite yeah. a lot of it um just one for prospecting reasons just to meet people and two to just see what's out there and what people are wearing and who's wearing it and things like that so London Fashion Week is big for me on street style photography and I absolutely love it but I also do try and um sneaking behind stage <laughs> the sometimes yeah. just to take some photos it works sometimes mm -hmm. and sometimes i get caught but it's amazing where you can find yourself i know i know you're absolutely <laughs> right because you just like and sometimes when you it's like you could be on the tube right and sometimes yeah. i don't know if it's happened to you guys but you know when a guy comes on wearing the most amazing detailed clothing right and you're lo looking at obviously the guy right and you're looking at his detailed clothing but sometimes, because you're so much involved in menswear, <laughs> you're just looking at how that jacket works, you know, how yeah. that that style yeah. works. Obviously, yeah. sometimes it's it can be taken the wrong way because you're staring at him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though, but it's like, no, 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 I'm looking at your jacket, how it works, you know, how, how the detail is. Um but it's well, people like that is the people that I would then go up and ask them for like their contact details or something, or give them my business card or something like that. Because it's people, the, the, the people like that that you find so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I then want to take photos of and just yeah. meet up with them and just ask them about their life and their style and how they live and then photograph a, a, an element of it. And it's yeah, that's the kind of stuff that I find really exciting. So I'm going to ask you a question probably it's a bit um so who's your favorite photographer oh i mean <laughs> in, i don't do you know what fashion. i do you have I any photographer favorite i don't know if i can say i have a favorite just like off the bat right whose style do you like there's a couple of photographers that i like there's have you ever i don't know if you've heard of the magazine boys by girls it's no, I haven't, um actually. they actually celebrated their 10 years yesterday oh wow um and it was set up by a girl called Cecile Harris. I okay. think I've got that right. She might she might say that I've got her name wrong. Um, but she launched it in 2011. Um, so her photography I absolutely love. I've been a huge fan of the publication for uh, probably seven years of the 10 years that wow. it's been running. Um, okay. And I try and buy most of the issues. I just find it's it's she's got a style of like film, but 
Ooh. It's like film photography, but I don't think it is film photography. And it's very like kind of documentary you're living the life of. And there's, it's, she just captures a story so well. Um, right. So I absolutely love her photography. She's a girl dominating the menswear industry for sure. Um, there's Garçon John, Daniel yep. James Price, yep. who I love his work yep. as well. Yep. Um, and I've shot with him a couple of times. I've actually taken photos of him, which was actually quite nerve-wracking for me when he really, was it? it. <laughs> and I, I kind of forgot all about how to use a camera and it's weird because <laughs> no. I've never done that before but I clearly appreciate and admire his style because I got quite nervous when shooting him um I'd say they were my top two off the okay. top of my head I'm I'm inspired by a, a lot of people's work yeah um, people that I find hard to name <laughs> I know the feeling because I am so bad at naming people. I, I I don't know. I just I actually look at their work more than who they yeah, are. Exactly. Um, and it's so exactly hard that. because yeah. if you turn around and said who's yours, and I'd be like, oh no, um, <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I can't tell. I can't say the name, but I can but describe I can their work. Like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. What's the um, what would you say now if somebody wanted to go into photography now, right? Um, yeah. What would you advise them? Depend where they are in their life, I guess, to start with, um, yeah. as to whether they can stand on their own two feet and just go fully freelance, or to start as a hobby, just start shooting. Like if it's alongside a job, um, yeah. like a nine to five everyday job, yeah. just do it at weekends. If you just 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 take photos, I think. You have to want to take photos to be a photographer. Like, yeah. you can't be like, oh, I've got to go out and take some more photos. Like, you have to want to take the photos. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, for some reason, I, I want to photograph everything. And so, and I will know, I don't think I'll ever lose that. And so, even if I'm doing it, as we said earlier, for like unpaid reasons, yeah. I'm, I still want to do it because yeah. I still want because to Because it create becomes that more, image. it becomes more of a, beyond that at the moment. The passion comes through it more than the actual reality of the other stuff. Exactly. When you turn your hobby into a career, I think it can be quite a dangerous ground for just like ending up ending up hating your hobby. Yeah. But like, so you be aware of that. But you just, I think it just comes from like your gut. I guess you just you just have to want to do it. And so just do it. And so you go out and take the photos, take the photos, take the photos, and photograph what you want to then be your end goal. So if it's menswear get some friends together dress them up or contact someone who's really cool and take some photos of them put them online like online is your best portfolio your instagram a website like whatever social media platform you use and just just kind of put yourself out there and spread the word like you're you're your own marketing agent like you're if if you don't believe in yourself who else is gonna exactly like spread it like you, yeah it's I guess that's the advice like just just go ahead and do it <laughs> and that's no but that's the best advice that you've given because social media nowadays is is a platform that you can actually reach out to anyone in the world mm. you know mm. and anyone in the world is it's looking amazing. at your work and it's it's quite I mean there's bad side to everything and there's a very good side to everything I say and um, even with social media you don't need the third person in there anymore you know no. you put an image on TikTok you know you could do it on TikTok you could do it on Instagram but you can if you really want to do it you can go ahead and do it um, there's nothing exactly. stopping you from not doing it the only person exactly. who stops you is yourself I, I presume yeah well I was exactly I was just about to say you you're your own worst critic like yeah. and you're the person standing in between you and the end goal so 
get that person out of the way and just go for it. No one's like, if someone judges you, someone judges you, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Like, <laughs> doing what exactly. You yeah. It's so funny. We both said it at the same time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, it really yeah. doesn't matter. What's the, what's the future, Hannah? Oh, I don't know. Your... Well, I do have a couple of goals, actually. I'm quite okay. happy to share them. I would, okay. I would like to um, have a book. Oh, wow. Um, the fundamental stages of thinking of ideas and I think I've got one that I'm gonna I'm gonna run with so I can't wait (laughs) there's a lot of research and photos to be taken is it going to be in Um, menswear if I can ask you it will be it will be oh wow oh my god (laughs) I'm excited because you know what you know I've got loads of menswear photography books right and um and last night I was look. I don't know if you come across 100 years of menswear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that, and I had my Bollywood poster book. Yeah. So I kind of opened those two up, and I was just referencing from colours and you know images yeah, nice. from the po- poster book to the 100 years of menswear. So I'm excited. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's as I said, it's very early stages, and no publishers have been contacted yet. So, who knows how it will happen? But you've got to put these things out there, haven't you? So, have hopefully, to. one day I will get to that stage because that I, I'd find that a big achievement. And then just continue growing my brand um, and growing my portfolio, all the people that I work with. Um, yeah, just keep it keep it I've going seen- there. But I think the book is my goal. I've seen on you on your site um, that you've worked with quite a lot of people, quite well-known brands, mm. and um, I think um, you know some of the brands that you've worked with. I mean, I, I quite like all of the brands that you've worked with. Anyway, would yeah. you ever work with smaller brands? Oh yeah, absolutely. I I'm very open to working with smaller brands. Obviously, it will the the biggest sticking point will obviously be budget, but yeah. that's not saying that I'm not going to work with someone for a smaller budget because I find value in many different places. Um, So I basically am just always open to having the conversation with people. So no matter how small or how large, I'm open to chatting about working together. That is so, I mean, I always think that, you know, with smaller brands. Definitely. Definitely. You have to because, you know, everyone's got to start from somewhere. And absolutely I, and I always believe that you know everyone's got to start from somewhere so no matter what you know someone who's come forward and said look I want to do this I want to do that but I have a small budget you can always work towards it and you can always say totally. look we can we can work something out you know because I think it's much better to do it that way than instead of saying sorry I can't no mm-mm. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and you can grow together you know yeah like, of course like the stuff that I provide would grow with the brand and so then you're you're growing in tandem and I've done that with a few of my clients who I've shot with for the whole four years that I've been working as a photographer and we're, we've got an amazing relationship and it's great and we started from nothing and now we're both booming so yeah it's it's good so I'd, I'd love to help other people do the exact same thing brilliant um I would love to I, w- I would always love you back on the sh- on the podcast oh, thank you. if you ever decide I mean who knows um, in a few months time I might contact you and say Hannah do you want to have a chat <laughs> I'll always be up for it you know and I want to thank you so much for this Hannah and um, on that note I would say that um, it's been absolutely a pleasure talking to you and Likewise. and amazing work and please 
everyone who out there have a look at her Instagram and her website because she's got the most amazing, amazing eye in menswear for photography content. Thank you, thank and, you, and thank you for. And I'm not out saying that. I'm not just saying that because I've just <laughs> I've just come across and I'm having a lovely chat with you. But I'm honestly saying that you know the passion and the work is just. Well, if you friends. if you would like to have a look at it, my Instagram handle is Hannah underscore miles underscore photo and that is where you'll find me and you can link to my website through there so say hi <laughs> thank you thank you very much hannah and speak to you very soon and good luck thank with everything you. speak to you soon lovely to chat i hope you enjoyed that episode with hannah it was a very fun episode to do with and speaking with Hannah it was so exciting and interesting love her work I think she has the most amazing eye for content and menswear photography so join me on my next episodes and I've got great guests coming up or up um, who are amazing and talented in what they do and the passion for menswear industry and what they speak about it it's 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 amazing And till next time, I'll see you then.